Welcome to Winning from Trichotillomania, a podcast inspiration series that is proudly offered to you by Getting Better. Have you ever wondered or thought of the act of pulling out hair as, well, maybe just a little strange? Because how can it be that you do something that you no longer want to do? Now, here is our invitation. Simply change the word strange into fascinating. It's just one word, but may open the door to new learnings and understandings that can help you change your life and take it to a whole new level. And now, here is your host for this show and the founder of TreatmentForTrichotillomania.com, Rick Von Bostelar. Hi, Rick, Rick van Basla here, and welcome in this second episode of the podcast series called Winning from Trichotillomania. Now, this second episode is again, as far as I'm concerned, a very special episode because it's an interview with someone that I recently did through Skype that we helped in the process of moving towards freedom from trichotillomania. Now, her name is Nicola, and you will start to hear the interview right after this introduction by myself. There will be a short um, music break and then the interview will start and, and you, know, you will hear a lot of wonderful insights but there's one thing that I wanted to point out right from the start in this introduction for you now this is something that Nicola referred to as half of the battle in your process of moving towards freedom from trichotillomania yourself and it's something you have to do yourself now if you haven't applied it yet it can't work for you if you apply it, you can discover how it can work for you as well. Now, it's an important principle as far as I'm concerned. I know there were times in my life where I wanted to change and that change, you know, took ages. Sometimes it took almost 10 years in order to make the change that I wanted to. And it had to do with everything that was taking place in my mind with in a way that we call subconsciously so without consciously being aware of what I was thinking but sometimes you know what I was thinking didn't really empower me and then once I was able to you know make the change happen I started to think differently and more importantly started to act differently with what I thought now again Nicola is sharing what she considers to be half of the battle so it's a very important principle as far as i'm concerned and i know it can be challenging to apply it in your own life if you suffer from this behavior but with my whole heart i do encourage you to apply it the way she did so you can discover how it can work for you as well on your way towards freedom and a better quality of life so that's the introduction for today enjoy the interview and um, i wish you a wonderful day here from the netherlands all good wishes Thank you, Nicola, for being on the call. You're um, um, to get straight to the point, <laughs> um, we helped you in order to, to uh, take control over hair pooling. Now, you did that for quite some time. And you were pleased. You wanted to help. So I said, well, I'd love to give you a call to uh, hear in your words and share it with others. So a little bit of your background. How long had you pulled your hair and what had you tried in the past trying to overcome this? Sorry, say that again. You broke up there for a second. Okay, so for how long had you pulled? What I will do, I will switch off the camera. Okay. And, and probably you should do the same thing. Should I turn my camera off? Yes, okay. I think that's better for Ben White. Okay. Turn video. Okay, yeah. there we go. So, so my question is, for how long had you pulled out your hair before you contacted us? 
for since I was 13, so I'm 27 now, so that's, yeah, almost 15 years, 15, 16 years. Right. Now, and I know you had tried other things in the past as well, trying to overcome this. Is that correct? Yes. Now, when I ask this question, and I say this for everyone listening to this, I always say, um, it's not the truth, but it's your experience. So I'm not saying what didn't work for you could not work for someone else. Yeah. But on the other side, by sharing, you know, what works and what doesn't, we can inspire others and put them on the path to freedom as well. So yes. what had you tried in the past that apparently didn't work for you to control this behavior? Um, I tried various things. I never, I never tried something quite a serious, quite a serious. Well, I tried one course before that was held by a lady um, who's from America, but the course didn't it was a very long very extensive course it was for about six or seven months and it required a lot of time and a lot of input and it it took a lot of time going into your childhood and suppressed memories and all of that type of stuff and I just at the t at the time I think it I mean and apparently she's helped a lot of people and I totally believe her but at the time I wasn't I wasn't in the position to to give myself to a course like that. It just it was it took up too much of my time. Nobody knew about this problem, so I had a new boyfriend. I couldn't I couldn't spend an hour a day doing you know work on myself when nobody knew what I was actually doing. So it was just it was the wrong time for me, and it was it it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have worked to be honest. Um, various other things as well, sort of trying to. I don't know, you know how you, you do something you don't like and you scold yourself and you go, okay, no, 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 this is the last time. This is the last time. Um, and it was just basically trying to suppress the behavior without without any, you know, I didn't give myself any sort of positive outcome. I was just like, no, stop it. You know, you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing this. It's it's not right. It's not normal. It's not it's not normal. Um, and obviously that failed miserably, <laughs> as I'm sure you know it would. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is by far the the most successful experience I've had. Okay, so so you tried to summarize this. You tried help through a program in the past that had to do with going back to your childhood. It yeah. wasn't the right timing for you. Yeah. Um, and you tried to do it on your own. Did you try other things, or were these mainly the two um, types of efforts you you tried in the past to uh, to control this behavior? These were mainly the two sort of types of efforts um that I tried I did I did a lot of research I did I didn't actually know that this was a that this was a real thing that that other people had until probably about five years ago so I was yeah. I was probably living living in the dark so before that point I was just like you know keep keep it secret don't let anybody find out and just deal with it that's fine and then far sort of when I moved to England I had a really boring day at work and I did research on it and that's when I found out that oh my god there's actually other people in the world that have this um, and then in that I've sort of found out that some people take certain medications some people take amino acids blah 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 blah. so I tried I ordered some amino acids and I tried tried that but yeah I mean that didn't that didn't really make much of a difference to be honest so yeah these are the probably the two that I've that I've tried the most in my well trying taking medicines is, is something that I hear a lot that uh, I've never discovered this to work uh, to control this behavior. So um, now before we uh, elaborate on what you did with us, mm. um, what was the main reason for you wanting to overcome this behavior? And I say this with due respect because 
who am I to say that someone should, you know, do anything in their life? But what motivated you to uh, put in the effort and uh, leave this behavior behind and uh, walk towards freedom and, and free yourself from this? So what motivated you to do that? And it seems an obvious question, but say it in your own words and, and what was the driver for you to change this? Um, the, the biggest motivation for me probably was that I was that I told my boyfriend about it. And it sounds really, it sounds crazy that I've been in a relationship with him for almost six years and he had no idea that this was even a, a, a thing in my life. And the one night I just decided I, I just, I have to tell him, I have to, because he's, we live together. He sees me all the time. My moods are up and down. I don't often give him much explanation for that. And then I just decided I need I need to I need to just tell him and I told him and, and it was actually his encouragement where he said, well, I don't care how much it costs and I don't care uh, what it takes, but we're going to have to we're going to have to fix this. So are you saying that it also infected you the way you felt and as a result how you acted in the relationship itself? Yes. Right. So the reason why I address this is because most people think it has to do with what's visible on the outside. But what I've discovered after now almost nine years helping people with this behavior, that it is more motivating to what it's doing on the inside and then change that, right? Right. Okay. So now tell me in your words, um, because you um, registered for the program, Trichotillomania Transformation Intensive. How was this different to everything you've tried before? Um, it... <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm very I'm very into meditating, sort of as it is. It's something that is a part of my life, and I'd never done a course that incorporated incorporated this. And I mean, I suppose the the aspects of the course is a bit of meditation and a bit of visualization and all of that kind of thing. And I I've, I resonate quite quite closely with that with that aspect. I believe I I think it's because I I truly believe that it was that it is something that works. I believe that meditation is something that helps people tremendously. Um, and I think I just, I just started to believe in it. Um, Good. Yeah. So I'll be honest, now, in the beginning, I didn't really, after I paid for it, I didn't, <laughs> I was a little bit skeptical if I'm honest. I didn't really think it was going to, it was going to do anything because I just thought, well, this just seems too simple, you know, to, you know, it, it just, it just seemed too simple. But actually looking at it now, simple simple is sometimes better sometimes just lay laying it out as it is is better than delving into your childhood and suppressed memories and then uh, i don't know i just i find that all too complicated you know so let for everyone listening to this so uh, how intensely did you pull i think uh, if i recall correctly you uh, pulled on average four times each day before you started which is almost six weeks ago now right yes on a daily basis yes. on average right yes now how is it since you've gone through the program and joined the uh, the breakthrough session? How's your behavior? Oh, it's it's changed. It's gone. <laughs> it actually it went before the breakthrough session. It went actually when I started doing the exercises and the visualizations. And I think once I started doing it, I decided that I I have to believe in this and I have to believe that it's going to work. And and it did. And after the first sort of two days of doing the exercises, I started to notice a rapid decline and an almost stop and almost immediately it just disappeared. It's, it's, it's weird. I, I can't really explain it. Well, let me try to explain it. I mean, 
still after almost nine years, you know, when <laughs> I've helped so many people. And then sometimes people ask upfront, you know, what is it that I'm going to do? And then I try to do my best. You know, I try to explain it as good as I can. And I never succeed. 100% and 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 I'm sure you can't either because at the end of the day it's a matter of doing but in yeah. my words and and see if you can uh, agree on this or or, or um, you know put it in your own words but it has everything to do with at the core of this behavior is the build up the urge for having to pull that's a feeling inside that builds up yeah. unconsciously now as human beings, we do a lot of things unconsciously. And sometimes these can be great things. You know, for example, if you suddenly feel wonderful by seeing someone, that's wonderful. But if you suddenly feel lousy by seeing someone without understanding why, then it can be a problem. So we do a lot of things both consciously and subconsciously. But the majority of everything that we do as humans is happening unconsciously, like, you know, the blinking of your eyes. Now, Learning to change this behavior, moving towards freedom, has everything to do with changing those subconscious patterns. And it's actually great fun. And yeah. it's something we seldom learn in school, but you do it by, let's say, exercises. So you refer to meditation. As far as I'm concerned, there is no meditation in it. But then again, you know, language is a beautiful thing. One person calls something, you know, meditation and another person calls something uh, something completely different. Yeah. So to me, there are exercises in the program to help you change those subconscious patterns that either directly or indirectly lead to or uh, stimulate hair pulling. Yeah. And changing those can actually go very quickly. Um, so... Um, now, try to do it in your words. <laughs> Those are my words, a bit technical, but uh, it's just, you know, doing exercises yeah. to change the behavior up front, not waiting till the urge is very strong. Yeah, I think also when, uh, for, well, the way that I, I think about it is, you know, when you do something that is destructive and you do something that is, that, that you actually, you don't want to do it, but you do it anyway, often you, often you don't see what the long-term consequences are of continuing on to do that behavior so it's just right now oh, oh I shouldn't do this right now um and you kind of scold yourself you don't give yourself the bigger picture which is what this program does it makes you see the bigger picture and it makes you <laughs> it makes you look far into the future and you kind of actually just sit and go shit actually there is there are real ramifications for carrying on with a behavior that is destructive but then on the flip side there are real positive ramifications for stopping a behavior like this and I feel like that I feel like that was the biggest that was the biggest push for me was when I could actually visualize how good it would be if I if this all just disappeared if this all just went away and and I could I could actually potentially have this amazing life and this amazing confidence and this amazing everything you know um and I feel like that's that's a quite a, an important sort of powerful key part of the exercise is seeing actually long term how it's going to negatively impact all aspects of your life. So did something change in you when you went through the online learning environment before the breakthrough session that you define as seeing the bigger picture? Yeah, I mean, when you when you do the visualization exercises and you you have to picture yourself in the last year of your life and you've never you've never changed this behavior, you know, and nobody comes onto a course like this because they're feeling fantastic. Do you know what I mean? Like people come onto a course like this because they feel lost and they feel desperate and they feel like they need to do something. And if you take those feelings and look 
I don't know, 50 years in the fu- in the future, and those feelings have not only not disappeared, but they've got worse. That's quite a big eye opener. You know, it's quite a big eye opening experience to see yourself 50 years in the future and go, oh, shit, <laughs> I really don't like what I see, you know. I'm so pleased for you addressing this because I call this the first important step for learning to overcome trichotillomania. This is what the whole online learning environment is about, right? Now, a lot of people think that, you know, give me the tools, give me the answer to how do you stop this behavior? But do you think that first important step is actually at least as important as learning how to control this behavior itself? Do you mean the first important step of seeing yourself in the future? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That part so this is, as far as I'm concerned, this is what I learned as I you know, started to grow attending trainings uh, throughout the world with how we do behavior, that it's very important at a, at a cellular level, subconsciously, to, to be aware you know, in every cell of our bodies why we want something. Because at the end of the day, it's you that has to do what we offer to you in order to set yourself free. The yes. same is true for me if I want to grow in any area. Of my life, and that's the whole reason why um, the online learning environment is very much about that. With three powerful exercises to help you do that, which you can probably use in other areas of your life as well, if you want to grow there as well. Yes, I agree. So, so, but I I love your wording, seeing the bigger picture. Uh, Yeah, I call that the foundation of success for anything you want in life. And uh, those three exercises, to me, are key to uh, to to set yourself up for success. And um, so now the program uh, is pretty much helping you to work towards a breakthrough session that we do with a, a web class through a webinar. Yeah. And uh, now we had great challenges uh, before we had this call to uh, to record this through a webinar. So we referred it to uh, Skype. But how was that for you to uh, attend that class through a webinar and then get the replay afterwards and the way it was structured? How was that? It was fine. It was it it went worked a lot better than, than this evening. <laughs> um, yeah, it was absolutely fine. It was a, I, I've never, I've never worked through a webinar before, but it's, it's a very, um, it's a very easy sort of thing to use to be able to get your message across to a lot of people. And, and did you felt cared for that? Should you need help personally from me or one of my colleagues that that help would be available? Yes. Yeah. Always. So, okay, so now you said you were skeptical in the beginning and now you have the experience that you can do it, right? Yeah. So, um, what convinced, so may I ask you, what do you think? It should Do you think that other people who suffer from this behavior are able to overcome this as well? Yes, I do. So, now in your words, now you have the experience, tell them why you think this is possible. I think it's possible because I did it. And for someone to do the same destructive behavior for seven, almost 16 years, and I really didn't ever think that I would, I, I honestly sometimes got to a point where I thought this is just never going to go away. This is just going to have to be something that I'm going to manage. This is not going to be something that I can get rid of. Um, and I did, and it worked. And it's as simple as that. That's There's, there's, not, there's not much more to it. I can't so, I can't explain it. It's 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 weird. It's like magic. <laughs> so now tell the flip side to anyone listening to this how your life has changed in a positive way as a result. I don't know. I I, I think subconsciously this behavior has always 
impacted on my on my confidence and for some reason and it obviously is due to overcoming this and 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 dealing with it um i feel less i feel less anxious and i am i've generally since as long as i can remember i've been quite an anxious person um and i feel less anxious and i feel more in control and i feel like it's probably because I don't have this thing hanging over my head where I'm actually not in control of my own body. I actually feel like now I've got control of of everything. I don't I don't have my hands just doing whatever they want and going wherever they want and pulling my hair out and then I don't know what's going on. Um you know, I know I know that I'm in control of of myself. And that's a that's a yeah, that's a very it's a good feeling. So what are the, the positive rewards for having more self-esteem, being in control in various areas of your life? For example, in a relationship, work-wise. So how does that help you to enjoy and perform? Um, I think it's, yeah, I mean, I think you, when, when, I, when I kind of got over this, I feel, I feel a bit more sort of equipped to deal with situations that maybe generally would have overwhelmed me. So I, I've started a... a small business that I'm I'm running myself and it all it all um happened very quickly over Easter weekend and I was really busy and I didn't really know whether I was going to be able to deliver to my clients what I had promised I would deliver and I think the normal Nicola would really I would get really overwhelmed and I would freak out and I would be really really stressed and I just felt myself being like you know you're just gonna have to do it and I was so much more in control um, of that situation than I think I would have been had I not had I not dealt with this this area of my life. So what did it bring to you in terms of feeling and in terms of performance? Well in terms of think? performance I think I I think I outperformed myself. <laughs> and in terms of feeling I, I think I just yeah I'm I feel confident. I feel I feel proud of myself that I could that I can achieve if I can achieve this, if I can overcome something that I've been doing for 17 years, that's been probably the biggest challenge in my entire life. If I can overcome that, I'm pretty sure that I can overcome, you know, looking after people's animals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, now what, what about in terms of intimacy in relationships? I mean, um, an intimacy is a general term, of course. I mean, yeah. you're probably more intimate with your boyfriend than then you can be intimate with a colleague at work, but there's intimacy as well. So how does it allow you to be more intimate, to be more close, more personal with people? I think it it's, it allows for that. I think it allows you to feel more open and it allows you, I think confident, confidence is, everything comes down to your confidence. And I think when you feel confident, you you stop being, because the, well, the problem is when you, when you do something, <clears throat> when you do something like, like, like trichotillomania where you don't have control over yourself you're always against yourself you're always telling yourself off you're always scolding yourself and when you overcome something like that you suddenly you're on your side I'm suddenly on my side and I'm suddenly defending myself and I'm suddenly thinking like oh you know I'm actually I'm cool you know like I'm I'm I there's there's good things about me and it doesn't all get over overshadowed by this stupid behavior that just came up out of sort of nowhere you know and I think because you you are more on your side and you're more confident it allows for more connection it allows for more open conversation rather than than feeling 
I don't know, self-conscious and feeling, you know, like I'm not, I'm, I'm weird in some way, you know, and I think having the subconscious feeling of, of I'm weird definitely impacts, definitely impacts your, your initial relate sort of meetings and relationships and stuff. If that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it does. And, uh, but then again, everyone puts it in their own words. So yeah. I was <laughs> all ears. So, um, now you said you were a bit skeptical, and that's probably also the result of fil- of you know disappointments in the past. You know, before you yeah. started with the program. So, tell me what went through your mind, and and how did you convince yourself to go for this? Because you did, and uh, the re- as they say, the 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 rest is history. But <laughs> what what was the story you taught yourself to step up and and go for it, despite your previous disappointments in the past? Um, well, I, um, well, it was, it was partly due to my boyfriend who said, oh, sorry, can you hear me? Rick? Yes, I can. Yes, oh, I'm okay. still here. Um, it was partly, it was partly because I told, I told my boyfriend and he was very supportive and very understanding of the situation. And it's quite a weird thing to tell somebody, you know, that you do this behavior. That's very, very strange. Um, and I think that just kind of. I actually I looked into your program five years ago and I didn't and I just I just never did it, and um, I think I just I remembered from then that there is a there is another another person out there who is dealing with this problem other than the lady who I used before, and yeah I just I investigated on your website and then I did the Skype call with you, and to be honest straight after the Skype call I wasn't actually gonna I wasn't actually going to sign up to be honest because I thought oh you know it's money it's finance life life life. Um, but actually, then you Skype called me the next day and basically said, you need to get your ass into gear. Come on. And that, then I just then I just kind of went, you know what, let's just do it. Whatever. He's right. If I don't do it today, I'm never going to do it. So, yeah, it's actually your, your doing. <laughs> and, 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 but you could have said no. So what was it for you that finally, through the support of your boyfriend, and through my support yeah. that you said, let's go for it. So what was it, bottom line, that made you realize you wanted to go for it? And you did. Uh, I think it's... After so many years. <laughs> I think it's um, just the, you know, I mean, you're, not, you're never the same person you are, you are when you're 13. And that's when, I, that's when I started with all of this. And I think I just, I think I've just grown up and I think I've just learned to sort of take responsibility for myself. And then when you said to me, you know, if you don't do it today, you're never going to do it. And I was like, you know what, you are, you're totally right. If I, if I don't do things today and I don't throw myself into stuff, it's, it's not, it's not ever going to happen. And I need to just, I need to just make it happen. And yeah. So in your words, if you should have continued the way you were doing before we met, what kind of a life would it lead into, you think, at the end of the day? Um, I mean, there's endless possibilities of how everything could go wrong. But I mean, confidence was was or is still, I mean, it's a work in progress. But I mean, confidence was always a, a big a big problem of mine. And there was always a an underlying feeling in my mind that that there's something weird about me and it wasn't necessarily that I always thought that people looked at me and thought oh she's the girl that pulls her hair out because nobody knew about it but I just always had an underlying feeling that there was something weird about me and I just thought you know if I if I don't change this I'm just going to permanently feel like I'm this person that everybody thinks is weird and like my confidence would just 
it would stay low. I would miss out on life opportunities, friendships, relationships, jobs. You know, there's endless possibilities that you could miss out on if you don't sort of back yourself up and you don't and you don't go for things. You know. And, and now the flip side. <laughs> so yeah. what what can this lead into that you couldn't have before? Everything. You know, if you. <laughs> no, but the, so yeah. make it specific, please, for yourself. Yeah. So anyone listening to this, and and they can make up their own mind. It's yeah. you know, it, no one can decide for someone else. But now you've experienced it. In your words. Um, I think, I think just the 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 calm the sort of calmness in your mind when you when you get rid of when you get rid of something that is overhanging you permanently for so long i think it opens i think it opens you being more present in the moment and you're not always worried about things and i think it just it makes you it just it for me personally it's made me feel a lot more so I can just see life as it is. I'm a lot more grateful for my life. I can see, I can see myself being more willing to sort of pursue friendships. And I've always said that, like, I feel like I'm on the periphery of my of my friendship group, and I've got quite a big friendship group. Um, and I can now sort of feel in myself that I'm not. I don't feel strange to sort of ask people, you know, do you want to be the one? Like, do you want to go and have some coffee, or do you want to? you know, just meet up and hang out. Whereas normally that would not be anything that I would do. I would always leave it to, to somebody else to organize. And then I would go along with, you know, I would never be the one to sort of instigate to do things and, and to, to meet up and that kind of thing. So in terms of relationships, it's, it's, you know, it, it really, it really is changing because I can, I can be the one that takes charge of relationships and make them, make them, you know, turn to, relationships that they probably never would have if I've never if I've never dealt with it and it's the same with sort of jobs and that kind of thing you know everything takes it takes guts to change your career it takes guts to apply for jobs that you've never done before and before I really struggled with feeling like I just wasn't I just wasn't worth or I, I just didn't I just wasn't capable of of doing of doing things differently whereas now I'm like well you know if I'm capable of overcoming a behavior that I've done for 17 years, I'm capable of applying for a job, you know? So I think in, in a lot of aspects, it's, it's made me realize that I'm capable of a lot more than, than what I initially thought. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all of us. So, yeah. so what would you like to say to anyone still struggling with this behavior who is in, you know, kind well, who have to make up their mind what to do about it? What would you in your words, you can say anything you want. Uh, it's your life, but based on your experience uh, in the 14 years before, in all those years before, and after going through the program. So, what would you like to recommend to those people? Well, I probably, I probably recommend the first thing that I did, which I probably did way too late. But hey ho, um, is if you haven't told anybody, tell somebody because that makes you that makes you accountable to somebody and. People are a lot more accepting than you think they are. People, everybody's got their shit. Everybody's got something about, <laughs> everybody's got something that they don't want people to know, but they kind of want people to know, but they don't want people to know because they're scared that it makes them seem strange. But people are a lot more accepting than you think they are. And find someone you trust and just tell them. And it makes you, it it ta it's it's half the battle just being upfront about it. And if it, if you are somebody who, you know, who 
who people in your life they do know about it but you haven't but you haven't done anything about it yet just just trust in it just just take a leap of faith that's all it is because that's all I had to do I just had to believe that this that this program that I'd never even heard of with a guy that I'd never even met was going to work for me but just I don't know take a leap of faith I mean what what is your what is your freedom worth do you know what I mean can you put a price on on your emotional freedom I'm so pleased that you say this and and again when I say this this is not right or wrong it's not the truth as, as such but it's my personal impression that sharing it with your your environment and and you have to pick the people careful yes so yes. Um, um, it needs to be someone that you feel or know or you have an intuition that you can trust and will support you yes. without because that question on your mind you know is something wrong with me that I do something that I don't understand yes. that's something that I know after almost nine years that everyone struggles with and it was one of the first reports that I wrote in the Netherlands called I have trichotillomania is something wrong with me to confirm that you're completely normal anyone who's doing this behavior but at the same time you'd like to change this now but but sharing it is such a challenge for a lot of people but yeah. I've seen so many examples over the years that just the sharing in itself was where freedom started yes. before they actually met me and and you did it with your partner other people did it with their partner and and it's true for all of us and I, I love what you say this is true for me as well we all have our shit we all have, we're all our growth in process absolutely and, uh, and 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 I saw one of my grandfathers die the day he didn't you know he didn't have the energy anymore to to uh, to to grow and that's when he passed away very quickly so we are all growth in process and 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 just you know confirming what is is the first thing to, to start growing, how challenging it may be. And then when sharing it with someone, it can actually become something of, you know, strength and support, um, like it did for you and many others. Broke up there for a Sorry? second. Sorry? Sorry, you broke up there for a second. You're back now. There we go. No, I said, so sharing it with others, Yeah. it's not just with you, but I've seen it so many times, and also in my own life, when we step up and, you know, become vulnerable and, and share it with someone, you know, that will support us. Yeah. Um, we grow yeah. by their support, and 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 then again, um, yes, the program. But you made it work, and um, and 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 um, and one of the reasons that we help people to make it work is to go through an online environment to 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 have that you know self drive subconsciously. Yeah. But um, yeah, so so um, would you recommend um, the program to anyone? Yes, absolutely, of course. And and in your words, what can they expect? I mean, I can't even after nine years. I can't. I can't put it into words. But in your words, what can they expect when they register and, and go through it? Um, Besides learning to overcome this behavior, yeah. what's the experience all about? Um, the experience is not necessarily what you think. It wasn't. It wasn't really what. It wasn't really what I expected. I'm not sure what I expected. But I think. I think the one thing where, and I remember saying to my boyfriend, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this is right because. It doesn't seem like very much. Like I expected a lot more content. I expected to be doing a lot more. I expected to to have to put like an hour of work in every single day um, for like months and that and and it's a lot less than what you expect. And initially that might make you skeptical because it did actually really make me skeptical because I was like, okay, there's three big exercises uh, or three foundational exercises that I need to do. And then you just got to keep doing them until you have your breakthrough session. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is, 
if this is right or maybe I've <laughs> maybe it's a scam <laughs> you know and and um even my boyfriend said well I don't know that doesn't that doesn't seem like much but after I did it for the first for the first two or three days I thought oh okay hang on a second maybe maybe I was a bit hasty so it's not it's not necessarily what you expect in in the beginning but just just stick with the program and it, it really it will it will surprise you it really is it's it's simpler than you think it is um which was a big realization for me because i expected it to be a really big long complicated process of like probably because of my my previous course that i did but i expected to be delving into your subconscious and your previous experiences and your childhood and all of that all of that stuff um but actually it doesn't it just focuses on the solution which is which is now in hindsight the best way to do it well i have to thank those who told me and um yeah it's so i I so much recognize what you say because when i went through trainings myself um just to give an example sometimes we had to do exercises um with three people in a group and then one would be the meta that would be the person watching the other two one would be the client and the other would be as they call the therapist or the coach yeah and at some cases, I was watching as the meta, as the neutral person, and I thought, well, <laughs> I don't know what I should think of this. Yeah. And then I did an exercise for someone to help them, and they said, wow. And I thought, still, you know, I don't know what to think about this. And then I was the client, and I brought in my, as you called, your shit, or yeah. you know, something to work on to grow. And I experienced an, an immediate, immense change in myself, not only there, but later on in my life as well, with how I started to act better for myself in terms of feeling happy and, and enjoying life yeah and that's when i convinced myself through the experience wow you know change can really go very quick and this is you know yeah. um such a debate that the general impression as far as i'm concerned is that you have to lay in a couch and share your whole you know yeah. your whole life you know which is a necessary you know and the core needs to be addressed which is those subconscious patterns and yeah. they're great fun it's something as far as i'm concerned we should all learn in school yeah. Uh, but all I can say is what I started to do is after years of studies and emerging myself that I only started to work with people with trichotillomania and I could make it simple with combining that experience with the, the patterns that I run into with people that suffer from this behavior and then come up with a program that that's really nice to, to support you. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, now, when I ask the final question, please close your eyes. Okay. And it just comes up spontaneously. I haven't prepared anything of this. Now, think of the Nicola before, right? And how it could continue. And then think of someone that may have lost hope or is still struggling. And and what would you like to say to that person that is still struggling with this behavior? Anything, you know, to inspire that person, to help that person, anything. Uh, what would you like to say that, to that person to hopefully help them or her to change or turn their life around? Um, You're not weird. That's the... <laughs> That's the first thing because that that's what I really that's what I really was struggling with was that I felt like I was weird and you're not you're really not it's just it's your coping mechanism and everybody's got a coping mechanism some people drink some people do drugs we pull our hair out it's no big deal it really isn't but you need to face up to it you need to you need to face your demons as they say and if you know everybody's a work in progress and everybody should be striving to grow and to become better and to become the best version of yourself that you can be and you will be that person you will be on the path to being that person definitely when you face up to 
when you face up to this behavior and you you own it and you you get rid of it on your own because hiding from it because that's what we all try and do we all just try and hide from it and just you know go oh shit I, I pulled up five hairs whatever okay carry on carry on <laughs> and then we hide 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 when actually that's the wrong approach you need to actually just look at it in the face and go right I'm actually going to deal with this right now and just do it just suck it up and just do it, it it sucks and unfortunately we have we have a, a weird affliction that other people don't have and unfortunately actually that a lot of people do have but a lot of people don't talk about um but you know and other people might not see it as as normal or whatever it is but who cares it's just people don't know where you're coming from people don't know what you've been through people don't know who you are so you know back yourself up and just just deal with it I'm smiling and laughing because I so much recognize what you say. And no, serious. Um, one of the persons that inspired me at a young age was Anthony Robbins in the USA. And he gave the, the metaphor as, you know, you're looking at your garden and you see the weeds and you say, they're not there. It's not there. It's not there. Yeah. He said, in the meantime, it's taking over your whole garden. Exactly. And but that's exactly this is, it. We just, we hide from it. It's just, it's hiding from it and it, pretending like it's not there is, is not, it, it's, it's stopping you from seeing the bigger picture. And once you actually look at it and you go, okay, what is this actually doing to me? And what is it going to do to me in the future? Then suddenly you start to see the path, the long path that you have ahead of you of negativity and, and just not dealing with it. And then suddenly it kind of, it strikes a chord and you kind of look at it and go, Oh shit, <laughs> that's not really, <laughs> that's not really what I had planned, but that's actually exactly where I'm headed. Um, and I think that shock factor helps a lot to to sort of kickstart you to dealing with it. And once you go full on, which is what the whole program is to help you with, how quickly can you actually change? Sur surprisingly, weirdly, surprisingly quickly. I think it's just it's a decision that you make and you just you've just got to make a firm decision that actually I'm not going to let this own me anymore. I'm going to own it. And I think once you make that decision and you see what your life could be like, when when you overcome this it's a really it's a it's a powerful mechanism to help you overcome this I, i'd like to finish this off and maybe you want to finish it off as well again i'm reminded you triggered this in me by what anthony robbins said when i was a young boy he said it's in the moment of your decision that your destiny is shaped yeah and uh, and i i can only say with all the classes that i took a lot around behavior but also you know stepping up in my own life which is behavior in itself as well to face your demons you know what i had to learn is to go full on as well for things and that and and i learned that from people who learned it from others who passed it on yeah. that once we do this i think this is a general principle we surprise ourselves how quickly we can make things happen there are a lot of examples in my own life where that happened and i surprised myself and i think it's true in any environment but sometimes we need a, a gentle loving push yeah. but once we do it um, there's so much power in us and then it's a matter of going for it and you know getting the tools to help you achieve what you want exactly yeah any final words from you um <laughs> i think you already said them i'm just summarizing what you just said but. no i just um just thank you it's a, it's it's amazing it's amazing that you you don't even have you don't even have this condition and you you're dedicating your life to helping people with it it's amazing and there needs to be more people who do this <laughs>
Well, it's I lose my <laughs> in a natural way, but it's, it's a surprise. I'd like to 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 finish this because it, if you would have met me twenty years ago, mm. um, and you would have told me that I started to help people with this first in the Netherlands, and then I committed myself at a certain stage that um, I wanted to help as many people in the world as I could, and so I started to create a team, and we're now at this time of the recording with uh, eight people in six countries. But I also realized that wasn't enough, so I started to incorporate after I think six or seven years all my knowledge that I'd build up around this behavior into programs because I attended the program from someone one day and I, I realized this is a complete better way of learning because you can repeat things yeah and uh, and so but I wanted to uh, add personal assistance always because it's very important that what you learned you apply it correctly but the reason why I resonated so strongly and I started to commit myself in that process is after I started to help that first person yeah. because I realized how devastating this behavior is for quality of life and how people are fighting themselves for years yeah. and years and years in shame hiding. And the flip side is, you know, celebrating life, you know, living every day as much as possible to the fullest of your potential and, and enjoying it as much as possible. And I know there are always challenges, but this is what that drives me in my life to grow and, and be the person I want to be and live it as much as I can as I can and also be an example to my, my own child yeah. and, uh, but, but that's what I wish. So I resonated very strongly when I met someone who was doing behavior that was com the, the complete opposite. Yeah. And uh, so... And, and then more people started to contact me and then they said, well, I've tried, you know, for example, this kind of therapy and uh, and it didn't work. How is this different? And I thought, well, I probably know what they refer to. And then they came to see me. And for example, they said cognitive behavioral therapy. And I thought, well, I probably know what they did or can expect what they did. And it was something completely different because wording is so you know, challenging. And then I realized also that there is not a lot of great help in this world available for this topic. And there are two devastating opinions. You know, one is a great opinion that you can overcome it. And if you believe that yes. you start to act and, you know, you can set yourself free. You have, you have a chance. And if you believe you can't, and there is also a big group around on this planet that says you can't. And if you yeah. believe those, you stay where you are. You, you set yourself up for failure right from the start. Yes. And it's not that one group is right or wrong, but it does decide what you do and the, and the things you can achieve. If you would have believed you could not overcome it, you would never have started with this program. Yeah. And that, you know, the beliefs that we carry inside of us also are very important with everything that we do. And they're not always true as such, but they're the result of how we are conditioned and influenced. So uh, the, the reason why I, I love doing this is because it, it will open the door to freedom and, and celebrate life and get out of that mental prison, in my words. And, uh, and, and so I love to do that. And, yeah. I, and I, um, I dressed up tonight. You can't see me, but this is a special <laughs> moment for me. No, serious, because I... I didn't know who didn't know who I would meet, but um, it's such a blessing to be able to help people this way, and yeah. uh, I'm very pleased. And you did it because you went for it. Yeah. So thank you for all your insights. No, you're welcome. I hope the recording succeeded, Me too. so we can share with others. <laughs> and uh, I'm always here whenever you need help. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening, and we sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode of Winning from Trichotillomania. If you'd like to receive more insights about this topic, simply subscribe to this podcast series so you receive the next episode as soon as we release it. For our free webinar training series and other resources, you can find us at treatmentfortrichotillomania.com.